You're listening to the Go Adventure Mom podcast. This is episode number 27. This episode is brought to you by the Fitbit Ionic. It has all the classic features of the regular Fitbit, but it also has these really awesome fitness features like online screen coaching, continuous heart rate, as well as a built-in GPS for pace and more. You can run, bike, even do weights, and it's got some other really cool modes too. But another thing, along with getting like your text messages, is that it stores up to 300 songs. So you can listen to your music while you're working out, and you don't have to take all of the regular heavy stuff in your pockets. And it's just a really great way to get outdoors, to get your miles in, and to get fit. Welcome to the Go Adventure Mom podcast. We're having kids only adds to the adventure. Get outdoors, see the world, live a full life. Go Adventure Mom for families who refuse to be indoorsy people. Now, let's go adventure with Kathy Dalton. Hi guys, this is Kathy Dalton. I'm coming to you from a very beautiful day in Salt Lake City. We've got some sunshine today and that always makes my day go a little bit brighter. How about you? Today we are interviewing Tom Boyd. Tom is the media chief over at the GoPro Mountain Games, which take place in Vail, Colorado. And it starts each year at the beginning of June. And Tom is also the dad of two boys, Tyler that's six years old and Alex that's four. And he's gonna give this really fun perspective of the GoPro Mountain Games from a parent's perspective, which is what we wanna hear about, but also that it's not always these like hardcore athletes that are participating in these mountain games. And it's a lot more family friendly than you might expect. As always, you can find the show notes at goadventuremom forward slash podcast. Welcome, Tom, to the Go Adventure Mom podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. So we are super excited to talk about the GoPro Mountain Games today. But before we get started, will you tell us where listeners can connect with the Mountain Games? Yeah, uh, the GoPro Mountain Games take place in Vail every year in June, and you can go to mountaingames.com to learn more about us. And uh, you can find us on Facebook at Mountain Games and out there in the social media world in variations of that. So we're out there and we'd love to connect with folks. And we'll be sure to include those links in our show notes. So if you go to goadventuremom forward slash podcast, we'll have that information there for you. Now, one question whenever we start an interview before we dive into all the good juicy stuff, I love to ask the question, where do you love to go and adventure? Yeah, that's a great question. I mean, Vail, it's pretty easy. You can just walk out your back door and kind of point in any direction of the compass and start walking. But a special place for me is Piney River Ranch, Piney Lake, which is just north of town. You can just drive up there and You don't even have to have really a four-wheel drive. It's a dirt road, and you can hop out and walk around. You can fish if you like. And if you want to get real adventurous, you can go up the trail and up toward Upper Piney Lake and the beautiful Holy Cross Wilderness area that's up there. So um, it's really got every level of of activity, you know, whether you want to sit down and have a a home-cooked barbecue at the ranch right there or whether you want to get out and go backpacking and do something spectacular and obviously super kid-friendly. So we always take the boys up there and have a great time. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your kids and where you live and and then how you got involved with the GoPro Mountain Games. Yeah, I, I grew up here in, in Vail, in West Vail, back when it was just a oh, very cool. dirt road. Yeah, it was, it was a real small community that was really 
based around skiing. That was the deal. And more and more people realized that the summers were were awesome and actually, in my opinion, sometimes better. And I was fortunate enough that my dad was a real adventurous guy and he started kayaking back in the days where they'd make their own kayaks out of fiberglass and you'd have to order them from the Sears catalog. And they weren't really made for rocky Colorado creeks and rivers. They were fairly fragile and he had a lot of uh, mishaps and adventures there wearing like a hockey helmet and a sweater and all that. Yeah. <laughs> I love you know, it. The gear was definitely different. And, you know, I, I just, I saw him in a boat and from a very early age, I just was fascinated by it. And, you know, as the town grew, all the different summertime activities and sports really grew as well. And I started kayaking when I was around 10 and mountain biking as soon as that crazy new invention came out in the the 80s and 90s. And it really was a way of life around here. Skiing, obviously, in the winter was a big deal. But but summertime, year by year, just got more and more exciting and more and more adventurous. And I was real lucky to have parents that supported that. And so one thing led to another. And and in my professional adult life, I started uh, as a journalist writing about these sports and eventually landed here back in Vail after some travel with the Vail Valley Foundation, which is the organization that puts on the GoPro Mountain Games and a lot of other stuff too. Um, A really cool organization, a nonprofit. Um, The whole point of the organization is to raise quality of life in Vail and the whole Vail Valley. Uh, So you can imagine that's a pretty cool place to be. And one of the things that we do that I love so much is the GoPro Mountain Games each June right here in Vail, which is kayaking, climbing, rafting, trail running and d- dogs. There's a lot of dock dogs jumping uh, and all that. So it's it's an amazing event. It's kind of like an Olympics, but for mountain sports and culture. So before we jump in and talk about all the awesome stuff that'll be happening at the GoPro Mountain Games, I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about the Vale Valley Foundation. And it, it, it's a really unique, I don't even know what you call it. A found, it's obviously a foundation, but I love that it's it's as much for locals as it is for visitors. And from like an infrastructure standpoint, I think it's pretty brilliant. Yeah, it is. It's And hats off to the to sort of fail pioneer early day folks who came up with this idea. But there's definitely nothing else like it. So it does make it sometimes complicated to explain. But, you know, Vail's a pretty cool place. And, and that all starts, obviously, with the mountains around us and our rivers and creeks. But But after that, it was like, okay, when the people got here, what are we going to do, right? Are we just going to put a bunch of condos at the bottom of a ski hill and call it good? And the answer was no. You know, we want to do something more than that. And that's where the Vail Valley Foundation came in. It has a mission to do improved quality of life through arts, athletics, and education. So we have a whole education arm where we're taking care of kids after school and in summertime through extended learning opportunities. We have a whole arts aspect. And we do things like the Vail Dance Festival. And we run a couple performing arts theaters here. The athletics, obviously, is the part we're, we're kind of focused on today, and that includes World Cup ski races. We do Colorado Classic bike racing here in, in August, which is pro cycling for men and women and, and a whole festival around that. But we also do the GoPro Mountain Games, which is, I, I got to tell you, is that's probably my favorite event that we do. It's amazing. It's awesome. We have nine different disciplines and, and all that. But the Vail Valley Foundation right, is the, is the organization that puts that on. So it's a nonprofit. Folks who want to attend, it's free to attend and, and spectate. We try and make it really easy access. So even if you, you've never really even been to the mountains before, you can come up and take part, do something that can, you know, that's easy to take part in. We have yoga that I think anyone can do. We have some nice little trail runs that aren't too tough. And you can even 
bring your dog and, and have them take part in dog dogs. And so it's really about just communing with, with our mountains, with the nature around us and the way that we love to do it. And, and then we have free concerts at night and, and all kinds of other free activities that make it really a blast. Yeah. It's, it's super family friendly too. As, as a dad, I've brought my kids every year, even before I worked for the VVF and, and they absolutely love it. It's, it is the most fun thing that they do probably all year round. So one thing that I've noticed in similar events like this is it it feels kind of hardcore, super athletes that are competing. And what I really love about the GoPro Mountain Games is that it's it's not necessarily just the pros. Tell me more what what kind of a, a, a regular mom like me could experience in participating in the Mountain Games. You know, that's, <laughs> it's true because, you know, and it, it happens every year. We open, we open the event on Thursdays every year with the Coors Light Steep Creek Championships and the best kayakers of the world, Dane Jackson and, and Nick Troutman and Emily Jackson and all these, if you follow the mountain sports world at all, these are, these are the best of the best and they come and they run home state Creek, which is pretty death defined. And that's how we open the games. And I think a lot of folks might see that on outside TV where we put a lot of our coverage or, or hear about it on podcasts like yours and I go, Oh my God, you know, that's really scary. <laughs> or these guys are really intense, you know? And then you hear that Joseph Gray, the top trail runner in the whole world and Addie Bracey, the world champion trail runner are going to be running the 10 K and the 5 K. And you go, wow, you know, this is, this is for Olympian type athletes, right? The truth is actually it's not. Most of the people that are out there doing this are, are just like you and me. They're, you know, they've got day jobs and kids and normal lives and you might want to come and participate. And, and so we really go the extra mile to make sure that someone like you, for example, could come and, and just do the Rocky Dog Trail Run. You know, it's, it's 5k and people about half or more of the people just walk with their dog. And the experience is so wonderful because you're out there, you're socializing with other people who have dogs, dogs get to play and have fun. You're getting your exercise. You're part of the event. You get your gift bag and everything. And you're getting to walk on some of the most beautiful trails in Colorado or jog on some of the most beautiful trails of Colorado, all up and down Vail Mountain in the summertime. And you get the, these incredible views. And then afterward, you can come down and you can watch, either watch the pros do their thing in Gore Creek, right in the center of, of Vail. You can go enjoy all the food and, and culture that Vail has to offer on any given day. So then when you're finished, you know, you can come down and you can take part in LLB Gear Town. And it's really incredible because you have a, over 140 different outdoor brands that are doing something to engage and make things fun. You can there's giveaways, there's games, and so even if you just want to enjoy the just the atmosphere and the shopping and and all that, you can do that. And of course, we have free music as well. So there's free concerts every night at our Ford Amphitheater. It really there's so much to do that you can really can't sort of fit it all in one place. But it, it's it's very very fun and very very popular. So really, you can come and be a spectator, and it doesn't cost anything. You get to participate in cheering people on that are maybe doing the races or going to the expo and enjoying the live music. But let's talk a little bit more about what it looks like to be a participant. Like, are there different pricing structures if you want to do the 5K or you want to do the yoga? 
Yeah, absolutely. Like for example, if you just want to spend $15 and go do our mud run with your kids, you know, you can do that. It's free to spectate. It's free to park. It's free to come to Vail and enjoy yourself. So that makes it easy. I mean, it's certainly lodging and, you know, getting here are some costs associated with it. You know, back in the day when I lived in Denver, what I would do is I would take my little kids and we'd pack them up in the morning. We'd get some inexpensive lodging, maybe in the Avon area or just outside of Vail which can be a little helpful. Or if you want to, you know, be right in the middle of the action, you could do something right in the heart of Vail Village. And then we'd drive up and right out of the gate, the kids hop out of the car. And the first thing they do is they go jump around in the children's fountain, right? Which is just free. It's part of Vail and there's water and a pool and they're getting soaking wet and everything. So for the parents out there, always, if you're coming to the mountain games, bring a change of dry clothes for the kids. And then we'd cruise around with the stroller and, you know, try the different ice creams that, natural ice creams that people might be vending and listen to some of the music that happens during the daytime. And Renee and I in the afternoon might sit back and have a, have a beer and let the kids play in the sort of grassy areas that, that are all throughout the town. And then you can watch on the big screen or, or live and in person, you can watch the greatest athletes in the world compete. You can go out and run and, you know, like I said, the, the Rocky Dog Trail Run, the Mud Run or the 5K or or yoga are all great places to start. And that'll, you know, that'll run you anywhere from like fifteen to a hundred dollars, depending on if you want to participate there. And the beauty is it's all the value of it is really made up already just in the in the awesome gift bag that that you get in most cases that has all kinds of treats and surprises and fun stuff in there from our from our sponsors. That's really so. fun. That's really great. So talk to me a little bit more about camping and specifically like RV camping, like are there spots close by to where the mountain games are happening that you could walk? Yeah, not, unfortunately that's not really an option just because Vail is a, Vail's a fairly narrow, fairly long town. And then it goes into a fairly narrow, fairly long Valley. But I will say this, that there are a ton of people that do do that. And if you just go down Valley a little ways, there are some great RV spots to set up and go camping. You can also look up the the Mintern. If you go up toward Mintern and Redcliffe, you'll see a lot of areas up in that area where, you know, Homestake and Homestake Reservoir and that whole area in there is a great spot where a lot of people will camp out and enjoy themselves. And you do have to either catch a bus or drive, you know, back toward Vale, but, or even ride a bike. But you know, it's one of those things where we're always trying to figure out a way to do that, where we could get a little RV village or a camping village yet. And Go RVing is a great sponsor of ours. They're they've been fantastic, and we're trying to work with them to to maybe figure out a way to do that sometime in the future. It's just a matter of finding the space. In what it amounts to, actually, quite a quite a small little town. Still, you know, Vale's got a big name, but it's it's still pretty tight in terms of space there, especially when you have nine different disciplines and like 30 different events going on. So oh, a lot I'm of sure. that space yeah. is oh, yeah, yeah. used up. So. Well, and, and talk to me a little bit more about the weather because the GoPro Mountain Games, they're taking place the first part of June, right? Mm-hmm. And what's the weather like at that point? It's so funny, right? Because in the in the early days, the this used to this event used to take place on the last weekend of May. And the weather would be usually snow in the morning, bright sun and 75 degrees in the afternoon followed by sleet, followed by rain, followed by more sun. And it, that was just, it seems like May is the time up here in the mountains where mother nature's getting her last 
little tantrums out, you know, and she just has one last thing to say to, to make sure that you're, uh, you know, that you know that she's right around that corner with a snowstorm if she wants to. And then the next weekend comes around and bam, it's summertime. It just every year, the first weekend in June or second weekend in June, right around that time, everything just, the switch is flipped and it becomes summertime. And so we, you know, this is really that kickoff to summertime. And it's been last couple of years, it's been in the seventies and eighties, nice and sunny, but you know, it's one of those, it's the mountains. And so, yeah, you want to bring, you want to bring a rain jacket. You want to bring that warm gear in case afternoon comes in and the sun goes down and you're a little wet from playing in the river or whatever it might be. You know, it's a real mountain experience. So you want to be prepared and have that gear, those layers ready for you and the kids for sure. And Tom, remind me what the dates are. Yeah, it's June 7th through 10th this year. Starts off on Thursday with the Steep Creek Race and Homestake and Red Cliff, right up near where all that great camping is. And then we move into the village for the for the rest of that day and, and all through the weekend. And we have some activities in Eagle, which is down Valley, and it's really growing. We have kind of, we're sort of starting to activate all throughout Eagle County. And, and there's little things to do, not just in Vail Village, but in Eagle and Red Cliff as well. So it's a lot of action. Very cool. So we recently um, adopted a, a dog. We've got a little puppy. His name's Teddy. And it's like all of a sudden when you have a dog or, you know, you're, you're suddenly aware of all the dogs in the world <laughs> and would love to learn more about the, the dog aspect of the GoPro Mountain Games. And you guys have partnered with a group called Doc Dogs. Can you talk a little bit more about what that looks like? And if you want your dog to participate or spectate, talk to me about that. Yeah, Doc Dogs is it's a brand and it's it's the premier canine aquatics competition tour, if you will. So it it goes it's a tour that goes throughout the country, but their biggest event every year is at the GoPro Mountain Games in June in Vail. And they have real professionals who train and these dogs are these incredible athletes and they you know what they basically do is they set up a dock on a big pool and we do that this year we're going to do it right in Lions Head village which is part of fail and they run down and they jump way up in the air and they are usually going after a toy they can jump they have various different kinds of this competition you know you've got big air to how high they can go and then they've got one for how far you can go and then they have speed retrieve how quick can they retrieve it and then they have dueling dogs where it's a side-by-side tank so there's all different kinds of variations of this it's super fun i mean it is definitely our most popular spectator event besides maybe our World Cup climbing event, which is also very popular. And we'll be, it's all the same folks that you're going to see at the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo. But yeah, it is, it's that alone is, is, is worthy of, of coming to check out. But, but Doc Dogs, super popular, very, very cute. These dogs are amazing. They're great athletes. But for someone like you, you know, just like in the rest of the GoPro Mountain Games, it's not like, oh, I'm going to just come and, and watch the pros. If you want, you can take part as well. So, so what you get is a bunch of, of folks who are coming to try out and see if their dog can do the dock dogs too. And you get everything from a little little pugs and you get, you get fuzzy little golden retriever puppies and you get Labradors and you get you know local guys who maybe have done it once or twice before and maybe they've finally got it figured out. But most of the time what you get is a dog 
you know, running right up to the edge of the dock and then freezing and sort of flopping over into the water and, and then wagging their tail and, you know, kind of coming back a little shamed that they haven't done the leap quite as much, but it's really, really fun to watch. And if you've got a little puppy and you want to be part of that, I would say that that is, it, it's kind of an event within an event. So you, to register, you do go to mountaingames.com. You want to click on the games and then you, you, you'll see our dogs section. And that includes, you know, the dueling dogs, extreme vertical, outdoor, big air and speed retrieve, as well as the Rocky dog trail run. But if you want to compete in a Doc Dogs event, you do register through Doc Dogs, the organization. They run that show. We provide the venue and support for that. But, you know, they're the ones that handle all that registration. You're going to want to get in touch with them pretty soon. I know it's very, very popular. And so it might be tough to get in there. But if you do have a little doggy and want to come to the games and try it out, I highly recommend it. And at the very least, it's worth going over to Lion's Head, bring the kids and watch it because... It is just about as cute and entertaining and, and fun as you can get. And then and then some of it is true athleticism from some uh, pretty amazing dogs. Well, I love that. I love that it's, you know, I, I, I think the, the mountain games are really capturing kind of the essence of outdoor families, which, you know, we, we love to bring our dogs along. We bring our kids along. We, we want to go have a good fun time together and create memories and a lot of fun things that you can do anywhere from you know, hiking and participating in the 5K to spectating and, you know, get the dogs out on the, what was the the 5K for the dogs? Yeah, there's a Rocky Dog 5K. The Rocky Dog, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So just, uh, it just sounds like a lot of really fun, fun things. It, it feels like it has a really good atmosphere and and could be just a really great experience for families. It is, you know, it's an outgrowth of, the way it's an outgrowth of the mountain lifestyle that we all live up here. And this is why I think it's important. And I appreciate you asking about our organization because we are a nonprofit. You know, we're, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of brands and involved with this, but we're doing this to capture the spirit of mountain living and to make sure everyone has a place to come enjoy that. And it's, a, it's the perfect place for first timers to come get a sense of what it's all about, to kind of sample what's going on. I mean, for example, Every year we have a uh, kids climbing wall and kids kayak and kids stand up paddle a sup. So my kids who had never kayaked before, never climbed and never stood on a paddle board. They got to do all three of those things in the very first day at the GoPro mountain games at, at two and three years old. And there's trained coaches and teachers there to guide them through that process. And you just sign up and, you know, some of it's free, some of it, there's some little fees associated, but you get to come and just kind of try it out, you know, and see, see Very what the cool. kids think. Yeah, it is. It's really fun. And then they get to watch the, the big studs and, and studettes go do it, you know, later in the day on the big uh, World Cup climbing wall or, or in the kayak and kayak and hole in, in Vail Village. It's, it's pretty fun. It's pretty awesome. That's so great. I think, especially for kids to have examples and mentors that are relatable, that they can see and, and that they can choose to be like if, you know, not everybody wants to be a professional basketball player, but that these, these are very realistic things that as kids climbing and sup and kayaking, those are things that we do on a day-to-day basis. But I love that it's also an opportunity to f- see some of their heroes and to kind of interact and, and let them know that they're also regular, ordinary people. <laughs> 
Yeah, right. And the other thing that's happened is, you know, a lot of people have have met at the GoPro Mountain Games. You have a, you know, a guy and a girl who are both outdoor and active, and then they kind of meet at the Mountain Games. Next thing you know, you know, five, ten years later, <laughs> they're bringing their family back. Tom is going to share what he wishes he knew as a first-time parent when we return. Be sure to check out our latest article on GoAdventureMom.com by Jacqueline King. Jacqueline writes a very brave article around mom guilt, or more commonly known as shame, and really how nature can help to heal that. So check it out at GoAdventureMom.com. We are back on the Go Adventure Mom podcast, and our guest today is Tom Boyd. He is with the Vail Valley Foundation that puts on the GoPro Mountain Games, and he is going to share his number one tip that he wishes he had known as a first-time parent. Gear. Daddy dude, get your gear together, get it organized, and remember how gear-intensive being a parent can be, especially if you want to be an outdoor dad, an outdoor parent, an outdoor mom. You've got to prepare and make sure that you and your little little ones are are warm, that they're safe, that they can travel along with you. So that that backpack, right, where a backpack that fits and is comfortable for the little guys to to ride on your back, you know, ski poles to to keep yourself, you know, give yourself that extra push push and pull and stopping power when you when you have your precious cargo on your back, you know, uh, sunglasses and sunscreen and you know, mittens that stay on. It's actually a lot more gear intensive to be a parent and especially an outdoor parent than I, than I had realized. So I wish I could go back in time and tell myself, Hey buddy, you know, get, get geared up and, um, you know, figure out what you're going to need to, to take them rafting and hiking and, and biking and all those different things that you love to do because you're going to have some cargo with you now. So you're going to have to get ready for it. And then you get to keep doing it. You know, if you do that right, and you get yourself get yourself geared up and, and ready to go. Then in the morning, you can strap them in, help them get ready. And that process, as we all know, that process can be pretty pretty frustrating sometimes. So, you know, you want to be ready the night before and then get them geared up. And then you can go out and hit the trail just like you always did. And, and not only are you out there enjoying the life that you've always led, but you're getting to do it with somebody new. I love that. Yes. I, I, I mean, in my own life, I've got three kids and Sometimes it's just exhausting. Just the thought of getting everybody like geared up and in the car is absolutely exhausting. And everybody's throwing a tantrum and somebody's crying and somebody has to pee. But by the time we get out the door, we get up to the mountain, whether we're skiing or hiking or paddleboarding, it's it's worth it. It's always worth it to make the effort. It is, right? And it can sometimes you're like, I don't even know if this is worth it. And you know, here it's like, can you please not take your helmet off and throw it into the sink or let the dog like run off with your glove and you're like, gosh, this is how am I how are we ever gonna get out the door? You know, but you know what? You always do. And once you do, it is totally worth it. And you forget that it took an hour and a half, you know, to get everybody loaded up into the car or whatever it is. And it it is totally worth it. Absolutely. And the hope is that they will look back and say, oh, I did have a pretty awesome childhood. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And be grateful for it. But it does take a while. We had my sister-in-law was visiting recently and she does not have kids. And she got to watch us go through that routine. And her mother was there. My mother-in-law was there. And, and so she turned to her and says, you know, I really appreciate all the 
all that you probably did getting us ready and all those things. And you could see how, how much the mom really appreciated that. Right. After all those years. Oh, I really love that. Yeah. It it took about 30 years, but you know, she, she realized, gosh, thank you. You know, thank you for all that. (laughs) So. Oh, so great. And, and it's, yeah, it's, I think it's why we do what we do. Like we want to create these memories that are us as a family and out in nature, I think is one of the best ways to do that. It is, you know, when I look back at my childhood, I'm very grateful for it. And and I think a lot of those bonding times for me, especially with my dad came around a campfire or in a situation where, you know, maybe I'd fallen in a Creek and he was helping rescue me and get me warm again, or, or just those quiet times hiking or, or fishing together, especially, you know, some some parents, some dads in particular, can can be kind of quiet or reserved or sort of hard to fathom for for little guys and girls. But that that quiet time in nature is a great way to to bond with somebody, especially if they're not real verbal and you know, and they're not somebody who's real expressive. You get them out in nature and spend that time with them, and you really form a bond that that can last forever. I love that. I, I, I think that's just very touching. And thank you for sharing your own experience with us. Just been a pleasure to get to know you better. And we'll be sure to check out the GoPro Mountain Games. And we hope that we can make it up there. I think it sounds really fun. Absolutely. We'd love to have you and uh, stay in touch. Great work with the podcast. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for listening to the Go Adventure Mom podcast. For more family adventure, visit GoAdventureMom.com. Plus, be sure to subscribe and share with your friends.